Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as usual, I certainly do count it a blessing to be here with all of you on this episode number 114 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we have a general audience's post, and it's all around the cost of something. Yes, so please go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend encourages you is coming to you with the high cost of disobedience. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first-time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the BlendCouragesYou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. So BCU family, what you're going to hear momentarily is one of my podcasts on the go, and it stemmed from a conversation with one of the little ones here and talking about disobedience And really, the price that comes from not following directions, especially in an area that you know better or where someone that does know better is trying to instruct you. And uh, this hit a lot of points for me as I was talking with, with the little one. And also, it brought back a story from my own childhood, from my tween days where My parents really had to uh, bring down the hammer, if you will, uh, for my acts of disobedience. And it was a price that I did not think that I would have to pay. So without further ado, let's get into our podcast content and we'll come back for a quick wrap up after that. Take a listen. Family Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with another podcast on the go. So, I, you know, I was having a conversation uh, with Professor Peanut. Some of you all have heard me refer to him, and uh, he is seven. And we were having a conversation about decision-making and consequences. And as I was having that conversation, some thoughts came to mind, and I'd love to share that with all of you. So the crux of our conversation um, starts really (laughs) with listening and following directions. And for any of you all that know or have little ones, and we've all been little ones, we have this will, this stubborn will, um, and it comes with us. We're we're equipped with it. (laughs) 
that wants to do what we want to do. And we don't often think through, especially um, at that age, the consequences of being disobedient. So if someone says to you, you know, don't go here, don't do that, you know, I need you to tell the truth, whatever it is. Of course, um, if we are not born again, we've got that old nature, and the old nature is going to do things contrary, obviously, to what um, someone who has a new nature does. And really, even if we are spirit-filled, we're subject, if we're not careful in yielding ourselves to walking in the spirit, to actually walk in the flesh and do something uh, that we're not supposed to do, that, you know, being disobedient. So really, anyone is subject to it, it's what's our decision-making uh, process looks like at process look like and are we thinking through what's going to happen if we don't obey and many of us don't uh, including uh, this little young person so you know what my role was in having this conversation was to uh, help this this young man understand uh, with the grace of God and on his level of course that every action carries a consequence, whether good or bad. All of your decisions, whether good or bad, uh, they carry a consequence. And before you go to run and do something, you should really stop and think through what might happen if I'm doing something uh, the opposite of what someone told me to do. And think about are the consequences really going to be worth it, if you even know what the consequences are? And it brings me to a story about myself. Now, I was probably about 11, 12 years old, and uh, you all, <laughs> if you're anything like me, you know, 11, 12 years old, you think you know everything, okay? Your parents uh, are in their 40s, or at least mine were at the time, and what do 40-year-old people know? You know, they are elderly and, you know, just don't know much about life, and, you know, that was the old days, and these are the new, and all of these things that, you know, 11, 12, 13-year-olds, tweens, whatever, preteens, think about their parents. Some, maybe children, maybe not all, but I know for me, I just thought, well, what do you all know? Because you're, you're too old. And now that, <laughs> now, and of course, now that, <laughs> that um, I am their age, I, I completely get it. But, you know, you don't really think through these things as a preteen. So I was just going through a period of low-key rebellion, if you will, and, you know, just want to do things my way. And at, at one point, my parents just got really tired of it. And my mom issued this edict that for the entire school year, any trips, uh, field trips, uh, they, they were called in my day, that the class went on, if they were not educational trips, I was not going. So if we were going to the museum or to the state capitol or anything like that, that was fine. But anything else, I was not going on. And I don't know, except of course it was the Lord, how my mom knew that that particular year, because we didn't really go on a lot of field trips. We went on some, but not you know a super lot. But that particular year, for some reason, it was chock full of fun trips. And I'm talking amusement park 
and, um, you know, going to, like, a, a regular park and, you know, all kinds of games. I mean, this this particular year had trips, I want to say, almost every month. This was a long time ago, so the details are fuzzy. I just know that they had a trip going on that was fantastic uh, pretty much on a regular basis. And... You know, prior to me acting up, I, I, I didn't know that. So my mom said the whole year, and if anyone knows my mom, once she says something, that's all there is to it. There's no going back. There's no, oh, well, yeah, you've learned your lesson. There's none of that with her, and I admire that from her. I can be a little softy uh, when it comes to that sort of thing. Uh, she is pretty, like, look, what I said is, is it, and I'm not changing my heart. Too bad. So, I was all right, you know, with going on the trips, and I thought that I was going to be okay going on the museum trips and things like that, and I thought I was going to be okay with that, because those were the ones that were first, and then as the weather started to get warmer, you know, uh, as the school year was, you know, coming to a close, that's when the fun stuff was going to be happening, and that's where I started to feel the consequence of my actions, because people were talking about their permission slips. Of course, you know, the teacher would say, you know, you got to get your permission slips in. And, you know, people were excitedly talking about who they were going to sit with and what they were going to wear. And here I am not being able to go. And, you know, it's funny, as I'm recalling this, it just kind of puts a lump in my throat because I honestly do remember how I felt. And as some of the other kids were talking, I remember one young lady in particular, Tammy, said, you know, well, Blunder, what about, and I'm like, I can't go because, you know, I'm on punishment. I got in trouble. She said, well, ask your mom, you know, maybe she'll let you go. Now, listen, I don't live with this woman all of this time. I'm no better. But I said, you know what? I'm going to take Tammy's advice and see what she says. So, you know, I go and present my case. You know, I have been on punishment for so long, you know, the nine months or whatever time it was, and, you know, presented my case. And my mom said, no, you're not going. And I had to live with my punishment because I made a decision to deliberately, willfully, and consistently be disobedient and I had to live with my consequences and and we didn't live in a house where you could stay home very easily you had to be you know like dog sick <laughs> to stay home okay I think I missed maybe seven days out of my entire school life uh, because I had the chicken pox and I think I was out for a week, and I think I was out one day in the second grade for a cold. So we didn't have that kind of house. So on the day of the trips, yes, yes, Blunt was in school with the other children that couldn't go or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I was in school that day. So I had to go to school, watch these kids get on the bus and do their thing, and, you know, whatever lessons, whoever stayed behind, I just I did whatever the other kids did that had to be left behind. And it impacted me. Can I tell you something? That impacted me. So I had to live through that consequence. I didn't know the price that I was going to have to pay for my disobedience was going to be so very high. And I'm grateful for it because it taught me a lesson. And I say all of this, BCU family, to say that I've told the story to uh, both Peanut and Jazz. And I, I said to Peanut, I said, you know, remember the story that I told you. And, and he recalled the story. And I said to him, 
I say this to you as far as your behavior is concerned because I already know this. Glory to God, of course. I already know what's going to happen if you continually disobey. I already know this. And I'm here to help you with the grace of God to avoid getting into that much trouble where you've got to pay that high of a price. I already know this. I already know this. I already been through it. Trust that I know what I'm talking about. And as I said those words to him, it resonated in my spirit with God. Because God is the same way. And, and what I mean by that is, is that when there is danger of the road, because we don't always see past what it is that we want to do. We don't see past what's going to happen if, if I say, well, I don't feel like it today. I don't want to do it today. I don't want to go to praise and worship. I don't want to witness to that person, which is disobedience because God is asking us to do these things. We don't see past what our immediate need is. We don't think ahead to what the consequence may be if we don't follow through with what God said. And on the other side of what it is that we don't want to do is the consequence. And is it going to be something that we uh, want to pay for? And while it might be a quote-unquote mild uh, a price that we have to pay, we don't know. Now, mine was steep because I got to go on some trips and not, not all. So it was pretty steep. We don't know what's going to happen. And for some of the consequences that God passes out for us not doing what he tells us to do, and yes, he's merciful, and yes, he's gracious. That's not a license for us to continue walking in disobedience. Yes, and the Bible lets us to know in Romans chapter 6, uh, verse 1, should we continue in sin that grace may abound, God forbid. So being filled with the Spirit and living in the dispensation of grace does not mean that we are licensed to willfully continue to uh, disobey what the Lord says on a regular basis and think that that's okay. It's not okay. That's not what Jesus Christ died for. Mess ups and slip ups is one thing. Continuing to do things is something else. So what I'm saying to you is, is that if we continue to willfully walk in sin and, and name the name of Christ, there is a consequence, BCU family. And there are consequences that may last a little bit, they may last for a medium amount of time, or it could be a price that we have to pay that is eternal. We don't know what the price is going to be. We don't know if the disobedience that we are practicing or the thing that we're holding on to, that situation that we don't want to let go of, that the Lord is like, just let, let them go. Let that person go. Forgive the person. Um, you need to work with someone, so you need to witness. You need to do this. You need to be walking in, in the gifts that I called you and the talents. We don't know how many times we are able to deny and disobey what God has told us before the consequence comes, and we don't know if it's our last time. And I'm not saying this to scare you. It's to sober us up. And myself included. Myself included. Because yes, God's mercy endures forever. It's not always extended to us forever. It's not extended to us forever. And many of us probably know people who, you know, have left, you know, this earth. And we had no clue they were going.
No clue. No clue. Within the last 18 months, I have just, there have been so many people that have just passed away unexpectedly. It just, it's, it creates my heart. It grieves my heart. Now, for the people that know the Lord and that were walking in obedience and doing what the Lord said, while we're sad in our hearts here, you know, heaven rejoices. Y'all see what I'm saying? If, if we weren't right with God, because we don't know when our account is going to be called in, we have no clue. And once the Lord calls our account up, we don't have time to go back and fix anything. We don't have time to go back and be obedient. We don't have that time. So, BCU family, with God's grace and mercy, with his help, while we have it, let's let's take advantage of it in the, in the way that we've got some time. Now that we've heard this, we're responsible. Let us, with the help of God, practice being obedient and walking with the Lord the correct way with his help. There are days where that is not easy. Yes, I know. I know it's not easy sometimes. Trust me. I'll feel you. There are some days where I'm like, I, I just don't want to do this. And that's where we want to completely lean on the Lord and ask him to help sustain us so that we're doing things that please him. Because if we continue staying pleasing our flesh, we are sowing to the flesh and that is corruption and that is eternal uh, damnation, if you will. Whereas if we... If we're sowing to the Spirit, then we reap eternal life. And, and, and eternal life uh, where we go back with Jesus, where we live in heaven. That's what the end is. we got to think about, you all, that this is not the end here. We've got to live this life again. We've got to live this life again. And we either live it with Jesus in heaven or without him in hell. And it's anything on this earth, any situation... Any person, any job, any manager, any co-worker, spouse, family member, the person at the grocery store that got on your nerves, is anything worth us losing our place in heaven, losing our blessings on our way to heaven, is anything worth all of that? Is the disobedience worth all of that? We have got to count up the cost count up the cost. And I submit to you that there is nothing, nothing on this earth that is worth us losing our place in heaven. We don't know, BC, I'm going to say it again, when we are called into account. We're talking about stewardship at the time of this uh, podcast anyway. We are talking about stewardship on our Thursday night uh, Periscope class. And one of the four principles of stewardship is we can be called into account at any time. God can come for us at any time. We'd all like to live to be 120 and know that, you know, we're, we're leaving out any day now. We'd all know. We don't know that. We don't know that. We don't know when the rapture is coming. With everything that's going on right now and all the stuff that I'm seeing here, you know, it, we, we are truly set. The stage is set for the Lord to come back at any point in time. And are we ready? And if we get ready, stay ready, we won't, we won't be fussing around trying to get ready at the last minute. I'm going to leave you all with this. You know, Matthew chapter 25 is such a, it's such a vivid, 
reminder of why it is that we need to keep our lamps trimmed and burning. And many of you all know the parable of the ten virgins. And we've got five wise and five foolish. And five of the, the virgins were ready and prepared to meet the bridegroom. They had all of their lamps ready, had their oil. Everything was prepared properly. And the foolish ones did not prepare ahead of time. And when the bridegroom called, okay, the five foolish virgins had to go out and get oil for their lamps. They had to go and buy. They had to go and try to get prepared. They, had, they, they were trying to get ready for something that they knew was coming. They didn't know the day it was coming. And they were trying to get ready right at that day. And by the time they had gotten themselves together to get back to the bridegroom, the door was shut. And he says, I don't know you. They're banging on the door saying, let us in. And he says, I don't know you. We don't want to get to a place, BCU family, where, where God doesn't know us. We've done all of these things, but practice sin. We practice not being, being mindful. We were inconsistent. We weren't good stewards. Whatever it is that might, that might be the stronghold, and we allow that to rule us rather than letting the Spirit rule in us. For the Lord to say, depart from me, I don't know you. So with God's grace and his help, let us walk in the obedience that God has called us to. We have to have the Holy Ghost. Um, I, I, go, I talk about this almost every podcast. We've got to repent and we've got to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of our sins. And the scripture says, Acts 2.38, that we shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And that's our guide. Now, having the Holy Ghost will not automatically stop us from doing things that we have no business doing. We'll always have free will because Jesus lives on the inside of our hearts and we want to please him. That's going to guide us to all truth and and really propel us to make the proper decision to do what God has called us to do. So let us now be slack in our ministry, in our gifts, our talents, um, in witnessing, in doing the right thing, in loving everyone. Let us not be slack in it. Let us be consistent and and walk in uh, what God tells us to do so that we can, he can say to us, we can hear, well done, well done, well done, thou good and faithful servant, enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Let the church say amen. Nothing else to add to that, BCU family. We would like to hear your thoughts, though, so please drop us a comment on blendcouragesyou.com so we can continue our conversation. So as we sign off, thank you so much for being part of the listening and reading audience. And Lord will, until the next time we're together, may our God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you stay on the wall.